0: Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. dude whoa
2: dude dude no oh hello everybody uh, i take it you can't hear anything on your end with all the I funny faces any of you're that, making
0: no. <laughs> i could not hear any of that no
2: uh it's probably because uh for whatever reason windows media player just likes to fuck me on a regular basis well, and... are you on 8.1 yeah i'm on
0: 8.1 there you go
2: <laughs> is that that's the no. You could hear last week. I was an eight point one last week.
0: Yeah, eight point one. I, 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 just think it randomly changes shit now.
2: Uh, okay. Um, well, that's not good. Here, here's forward. something for
0: you. Because with eight point one now, my Windows Media Player will play on one monitor, but not the other.
2: <laughs> you can't drag it over. It won't let you.
0: I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that my two monitors out of my three-monitor system, because the middle one's not working still, I, I have a sneaky submission the two monitors are both using different video cards. <laughs> or video access. Well, I, that's I, really pro-
2: well s- I think that's how it has to be because you don't have three connectors on one, on one card. Right, so... But it wasn't an issue before. That's, that's the thing. So, right, I, I don't know. That's, well, here, I let's like do the, a... Let's do a sound test. Can you hear this?
0: Yes, I can. Kind of. So
2: why 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 couldn't you hear Windows? This is gonna suck because I have movie trailers. If you can't hear them, it's
3: pointless. (laughs) Yeah. Let me make
2: sure that this is working. Uh, Microphone. Yeah. Okay, that works. Line one, two. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, everybody. Hey, welcome, everybody. The the sound stands
0: for Microsoft.
2: The yeah, the sound everything is does the sound wise is correct. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well. Anyway, what I guess I'll try and do is uh, here. Let me move you into the frame here. There you go. It's Golden Gate Bridge,
0: and Scott. Now the, now the one thing I'll say is I do like my new camera setup now because now it's like like uh, you're, you're you've caught me on by surprise like. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> oh, hi, oh. Joey. Oh, oh, hi, Joy! Welcome to my cluttered attic of, of, of sadness. <laughs> sadness, I like it. <laughs> Behind me, in, in, in the background, you can see stacks and piles of uh, books, magazines, uh, comics, and other uh, lots of vet, stuff. Just vestiges of, of collections of accumulation of crap over the past decades that I've slowly... Mm-hmm. Uh, Painfully whittling down to a select ten or twenty boxes. Uh huh. All right. See if you can hear this.
1: You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
0: I-, I can, but it keeps cutting.
2: Oh, like the volume keeps cutting in and out.
0: Uh, yeah. Like, like it was like it was choppy, as if it was like choppy from lack of uh, internet or something. Like your upload <laughs> speeds are low. Not my end. That's impossible. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I could do a speed test for you.
0: N- no. No. Yeah,
2: let's, let's do a speed test for you.
0: No. No, I need to know now.
2: Everyone out there needs to know Uh-oh. if my connection is the problem. Okay.
0: Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, where Joey will rub Fios in my face. <laughs> every chance he can possibly guess.
2: Listen. It is very, very possible that my end is what's
0: the uh, my end's the problem. Did you, you mention files? You gave thanks. Okay,
2: uh, eighty-three megabit. I'm actually getting better than the seventy-five I pay for. Okay, so that's the download. Uh, the upload. It's coming. It's coming. Hold on. Upload's coming. Let's see. Upload. Fifteen. Twenty. Thirty. Thirty. 4 ah uh, i'm not getting the 35 i'm supposed to get
0: <laughs> well i'm my upload's at a solid 0. 0.8 so we're good okay you fuck so <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: i you know i don't know maybe it's my end i don't know
0: anyway welcome to movie fantastic number uh number 127 ho-
2: 1127 it is Black Friday and uh things are a little crazy out there. So what we decided to do is we decided to talk about movies that are about and or take place in or around on Thanksgiving.
0: Or and, films that we're just kind of uh used to talking about on Thanksgiving, like holiday type films. Yeah well,
2: I didn't I didn't get I didn't grab any like Christmas films. I grabbed oh, strictly no, no. movies I didn't mean
0: Christmas. I, I just, I, I didn't mean Christmas. What I meant was like, like for me, there are certain films I'm that I'm used to seeing on Thanksgiving that aren't necessarily Thanksgiving films, because I find oh. that for a lot of us, uh, uh, our age and younger, uh, who were born before streaming internet, that right. our tradition, our media traditions, tend to be based on uh, the programming selections by whatever networks. We would tune into on the holidays, and what their budget was for for obtaining films. Gotcha. Which is that's like, for, same, that's, like for instance, that, that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was saying that like that's the reason why um, Capra's uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" has become synonymous with Christmas is because it was a public domain film, so every television station would always show that during the holidays because it was a cheap way to get, put t- shows on TV during a time frame when people really probably aren't watching television so we've come to associate that film with christmas itself to the point where a lot of people hate it because of that so i mean sure that's what i'm kind of getting at
2: like for instance uh and to be honest i don't know if they did it this year but uh they've made it a long-standing tradition to play jurassic park
0: on thanksgiving
2: for some reason
0: because they paid that probably because they paid out the ass to show it originally and now they're just getting you know their money's worth
2: They've made it a Thanksgiving tradition. They play it every Thanksgiving. I'm assuming they did yesterday. I didn't try and find it so I'm not sure. But I'm not uh, that for shit. years, for years they've been playing Jurassic Park on Thanksgiving. Screw that. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they did this year only because they're making a Jurassic Park, Park 4 this summer coming 2014 and to get it in the mindset of as many no, people as possible. Me. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Park 4 is coming out this oh. summer. Coming, 2014. Oh. And you know well, what? It, the director...
0: Well, wait, hold on. Creighton's dead, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so he's not writing or directing it.
2: And neither is Spielberg.
0: All right, there might be a chance.
2: As a matter of and fact, that
0: Ironically, our, our, our next episode we'll be reviewing... Uh, um,
2: oh, my mistake. It comes out summer 2015.
0: Fifteen. Yeah, we're we're doing Runaway for our next episode, which is another Creighton. It's the last film he directed. Yeah. And and it's another Creighton uh, fuck fest. All right, he's never I done see. a good film at all. Period. So I just want to state. That. I would.
2: I would. I would say Jurassic Park is the closest thing to a good film he's ever had.
0: Except for not being a good film. I still like Jurassic Park. You can like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. No way. We've been through that. That's for sure. That's the whole yeah. mantra of the show. All right.
0: You know what, you know what, uh, uh whining at the end of this week, I was like, she's feeling physically, like, drained, it's like Wednesday, that Wednesday, like, the last day, punch out, done, it's like, fuck, four days of rest, I wandered downstairs, uh, my mother is home, I, my parents live with me, I do most of my work in my attic, so it's almost like I'm a kid living in the attic, uh, and I come down and she's got, uh, battle, and there's a reason I'm saying this, she's got battleship <laughs> on, for uh. background noise, and I sat down. I, I found myself watching it for twenty minutes before I actually like, "What? What am I doing? I have to get up and do stuff."
2: <laughs> I do the same thing with that movie. Right.
0: With battle, and, and for, with Battleship. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was. I had and I had the rationale because she knows I hate the film. I've ranted about it constantly. So why are you sitting there watching it then? And it's, it's not a, it's not a bad film as far as production value goes. No. And that's not at all. That's yeah, and I think like that's i think it's one reason why i don't like making fun of films or you know criticizing films from the 60s or 50s or because sometimes making fun of the the, okay they didn't have a budget they had you know yeah it's it's they had no production value it's too easy to make fun of that well oh yeah okay so that it looks like it looks like a puppet it's not a real monster all right every horror film back that had that but it's so there's there's incompetence on the level of uh Okay, we don't have the resources, so we have to make do and then there's incompetence at the level of okay, we just spent two hundred million dollars on this film, but we just couldn't be bothered to get make it to write a story, a screenplay that has anything interesting new or even semi original in it. So with battleship, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, it's inane, it's stupid, but as dumb as this that scene is where they actually start playing battleship uh x5 oh no it <laughs> the, everything about else about it the, the editing the sound the you could take a hunk of shit and slather acdc on it and you 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 know this is great
2: you're watching it for 20 minutes
0: yeah, yeah. the whole the whole acdc sequence with the battleship all right yeah this is hacking it's cliche oh it's
2: with the but, the old the old guys like yeah. uh, gearing up the ship again
0: Yeah, but in in a weakened state, I'm sitting there and I'm not trying to be critical. And it's like, and again, I'm not. It's it's still a bad movie. I'm not apologizing for anything. But when I'm just, if I just, if half my brain is shut off, and like thunderstruck, we got a battleship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cool. Hit it. That's it. It, (laughs) It's got all the elements to it. And you
2: you know what it is psychologically? It's and I've said this for a while. It's the love for the song. If they played. That same scene with a, a song you didn't like—that mm-hmm. it's all over. You're changing the channel immediately. But uh, because the... Thunderstruck is a great song, it's like, all right, I can—it's, I can digest this a little easier because I enjoy the song.
0: Yeah, I mean Armageddon. I still stand up for Armageddon because I thought it was a great movie. I love uh, Armageddon. I I, I I don't think I thought the screen. I don't think the screenplay was anything bad. Uh, over overly hackneyed. Uh, I mean. To an extent, every disaster film is going to have that element of okay, A B C, you know, A B C uh-huh. D. This is how it goes. I thought character characterization was great. I thought, but I, I think a lot of that, a lot of that film success, you have to hand it to the fact they did said, okay, let's just use the soundtrack of um, what's the name of the band. Oh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Thank you. Which, okay. you know, let's just use Aerosmith soundtrack because everyone loves Aerosmith and it's all good music and oh yeah, I like this movie. It, it's, it's, it's really a part of it. Um, so it just reminded me because I was <laughs> it's like, why am I watching? I know I'm watching this because I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the, uh, you're gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> We're all gonna, gonna die. Th- <laughs> but not today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that part. Like, I can't wait for that part. I got I got things That's to do. The, it's the
2: end of the movie. It's literally yeah. the last ten minutes of the film. You may as well watch the whole thing at that point.
0: It's one of those films too. You can tell where where, where you are just based on what like what line. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, so I walked in on. How are your driving skills?
3: <laughs>
0: and I and I and I left on. Um, uh, I left on. Uh, I don't remember the line before that, but the, 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 the closest line I remember before I stopped watching was uh, "summer camp." <laughs> Summer. You know where? You know what? You know exactly where I was in that film.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Summer camp. Hey. chicken burrito.
3: <laughs> uh
2: chicken burritos yeah all right so we got some thanksgiving films here i think i have to i think i have to start off i think i got to start off with this one it is the epitome of the thanksgiving movie uh and I'm, i'm not even gonna explain it i'm just gonna play it
1: hi how you doing i'm arlo guthrie and you've probably listened to or heard about a thing called alice's restaurant Now, as you know, Alice's Restaurant is about some friends of mine, Alice and Ray, who live in a church in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, where Alice ran her restaurant. Alice's Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant. It was the name of my song about the restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. And now... It's the name of a movie based on my song about Alice's restaurant. You hippie perversion! What's that funny smell? What funny smell? It's all about that beautiful Thanksgiving dinner, which produced an incredible, amazing pile of garbage, which we tried real hard to dump at the dump. Which we ended up dumping off the side of a road, where we were caught red-handed by some local citizens and eventually confronted by none other than Officer Obi himself. Kid, we found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of garbage. Just want to know if you had any information about it. Well, yes, sir, Officer Obi, I cannot tell a lie. I put that envelope under that garbage. Both well, under arrest. It's all about the subsequent full-scale police investigation, complete with five police officers, three police cars, one police dog, and 27 8x10 colored glossy photographs, with a paragraph on the back of each one, used as evidence at the subsequent trial, which resulted in my conviction. A black mark on my record, which eventually led me to my problems with the draft. And cough. Yeah. That ain't enough. So I had. Any think you guys you're When the think I say. I mean, I mean I'm sitting here on the group W bench because you wanna you know if I'm moral enough to join the army, burn women, kids, houses, children, them villages after being a litterbug. Can we all like your kind? We're gonna send your fingerprints off to Washington. So I'm inviting all of you to meet me and Alice and Ray and Officer Obi, and all kinds of groovy people doing all kinds of groovy things that are all part of the Alice's Restaurant anti-massacre movement that you can join by digging this film or by singing the song in four-part harmony with feeling. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant.
3: Walks riding around the back, just half-wild on the railroad
1: track. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. At Alice's restaurant.
2: So there you have it. Alice's restaurant. I played that for two reasons. One, It is a Thanksgiving film, any way you cut it. And two, if you watch that trailer, which everyone just did, you don't have to watch the movie. Everything in that trailer is in that entire film. Mm -hmm. Now, I've never been a fan of this film. Uh, I do enjoy the song once a year at 12 noon on your local rock station. But that's where my love of Alice's Restaurant ends. True, and, and that's it. No more after that. And even like 10 minutes into the song, I'm like, shit, is this over yet? Because it's like a 20, 25 minute song.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's just like, is this over yet? <laughs> but, you know, I had to play that. But for, uh, for, you know, my wife loves that movie. Loves the movie, loves the song. Loves it, loves it, loves it. Loves it. It's a whole hippie thing, you know? And.
0: Yeah. She's a hippie I've, at heart, I've, I guess. Yeah, we discussed this at an earlier episode, which, you know, at this point, how many years has it been? What haven't we discussed in an earlier episode? Um, I, I, I've i always loved the... I grew up with Alice's Restaurant, listening to it on Thanksgiving, so I've always loved it. And then when I finally one day found the movie, you know, back in the VHS days where you couldn't find this shit unless you actually, you know, looked for it, uh, Curry Video, where I found it. Of course, they ah, had everything back then. Of course. And And, uh... It's a very. The problem with the film is they shot they went for realism. And it's it's a very depressing movie. Yeah, I mean they deal with so, the draft. They deal with, you know, uh, but, him. I mean, just, well, no, it. Well, the song deals with the draft too, and the song deals with the stuff in a humorous way. But in the film, it's like they the, they actually stay close to the reality of everything, which is not what you want from the movie. You want the fun of the song, and somewhere in the middle, they have the whole thing with the. With being arrested for dropping the, the litter and the blind judge and all of that. Uh, right. the, the judge and the sheriff are actually the same, the actual people. They play themselves in the movie.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, so, but but then there's all this stuff, background stuff, about how, like, just how sordid and confused and ultimately broken and, and demeaning this whole hippie movement was to the people that were. You know, trying to trying to make it into something, and how you really just can't organize chaos of that nature. No, and not not to be anti-left or anything, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and, and like the last shot of that film. It's, every time I, it's just like, yeah, this is the most depressing goddamn movie ever. I, I would I would never watch that on Thanksgiving. I would listen to the song. Yeah. Never. Well,
2: and, and the thing is too. I mean, do we want to say the last shot of the film, or are we? I mean, the movie's fifty, um, 50 years old. Sixty-nine. It's uh, forty-four years old. So I, I
0: don't. I, I don't recommend anybody watch the movie. To be honest, so yeah, go <laughs> ahead. and ruin, ruin, Well, it, it's just
2: the the last shot of the film is Alice, and she's at the church where they live, and the camera playing this very somber, depressing music is kind of just, you know, circling around her. You know, uh, like like she's standing still, and the camera's like moving in like a half circle. And it's just her there, alone, with the depressing, somber music, and then just credits roll. And it's like, yeah, you're it, you're right, it's depressing. And it's just, what am I watching here? This is uh, this is supposed to be a fun, it's a fun song, funny. Thanks, you know, it's a pile of garbage and the, the Thanksgiving massacre, and yeah, come on, man. It's like, what the
3: it's- hell?
0: I, I, I actually think this is a good. Uh, this movie is a good uh, candidate for a remake, because <clears throat> I, sure. I, I, I I just think s- filmmakers today would have enough common sense to to massage the facts. <laughs> and well, it's like I, I just watched Pain and Gain recently. Have you seen oh, that yet? I,
2: ha- I haven't watched it yet. Um, now, we we almost watched it, and I'll just mention this very briefly. We almost watched it, but ended up watching the film The Way Way Back. Uh, I've got that. the have, one have with Steve Carell it. and um, uh, what's his face, Sam Rockwell. I cannot recommend it more
0: highly. It, Steve Carell, great a film, and Sam Rockwell's in it. I, I got to see it. Yeah, I, I have it.
2: Great film. Great film. I, well, I went into it. It's kind
0: of like eh, I want to see it, but I, eh, I kind of don't. Loved it. Well, Pain and Gain is one of those films. And by the way, I, I, like I didn't realize at first. Uh, it was twenty million dollar budget. That's it. Oh yeah, no, we knew that. We mentioned that on the show. You mentioned because it, it was um, a <laughs> it was a Michael
2: Bay film where, that didn't have a two hundred million dollar budget.
0: He wanted to do a low budget film and went back and did it. And uh, it, I watching it, I ha- obviously I had to look up the you know the since it's based on a true story and the film reminds you at certain points uh, based on a true story because it gets more and more ludicrous. And when you mm-hmm. go back and look at it they massage the facts so just technically it's not it's technically not true the way they portray it but everything that happened in the film kind of happened sort of
2: sort of okay
0: yeah i mean again but it's but it it, from a, a writing from a writer's standpoint okay yeah he wanted to make it entertaining and not just a uh like an episode of any crime recreation drama on court tv so, okay. and and especially if you want, it's. it's I, I don't want to get into it because we're not reviewing the film, but right. it's one of those kind of things. I wish, they, I wish, if they did that with Alice's restaurant, it'd be a better movie, because you'd be more entertained and less say, oh yeah, well, that sucks. <laughs> and there'd be you know just just this dedication to the reality of it is what killed that film for me at least. I, I'm yeah. I, I I don't want my re- I don't want reality in films anymore. I'm sorry, I don't. I, I've never really. Been a hard line for that. I, I, I want. I don't like my music live. I like it polished. I don't like my films real. I would like entertainment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Unless it's a documentary, you know what? And even then, put a little style on it. Don't just give me the facts. Right. I can read a book. I can read a book.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hmm. But yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, Alice's restaurant. I. I even though like like the the cover of the DVD. Uh, has him, like, and I think it's the cover of the album, too, has Arlo Guthrie, like, at Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, with,
2: like, never no shirt, but with just a handkerchief?
0: Yeah, I've never considered this a Thanksgiving film.
2: Well, it's true.
0: Just because. I I really wouldn't.
2: Now, I have, uh, oh, okay, I I was gonna say, I have other trailers for other films. We're not gonna play all of them. Is Is there anything that, and I'll let you say what you need to say, but just get it in your head
0: is there a film you would like to go to next and see if i have a trailer for it well that's what i was gonna say but, like like okay. for example one film that I, I for me has always been equated with with the, with the holiday of thanksgiving just because where i lived it might be just purely uh based on location i can't think of any fucking words tonight i'm like scrambled i apologize if i'm marble mouth prick uh the the one film that I really watched every holiday because they played it was and actually there's two of them they, it would, uh, they played Jack and the Beanstalk a lot with Evan Costello. Okay. But I find I never really liked it that much. Yeah. But the one Can that I I've always. Can I guess the other?
2: Yes. Is it March of the Wooden Soldiers?
0: Yes, March of okay. the Wooden Soldiers, aka Babes in Toyland, and because it is basically it is a remake of Babes in Toyland with. Uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yes. And it's gotta be I enjoyed it as a kid and as an adult I still enjoy it, but on a different level because it's gotta have some of the creepiest imagery ever. It sure does. <laughs> for a kid's movie. It you sure don't have does. that trailer. You don't have a trailer of any kind for that, do you? No. They really this is film yeah, like
2: seventy years old. They don't have a trailer for it. The only thing I could could have grabbed if I grabbed anything was just clips.
0: Yeah, I mean, like off the, just off the top of my head, I mean, it's it's based off the, the Babes in Toyland. So if you've ever seen that or know about it, it's the same story. It's this fantasy world where all the uh, fairy tale stories live, and uh, it's Little Bo Peeps fall in love with uh, the the Piper, P, uh, Pete Piper. Who's the Piper Pan Pan Piper, Peter? Yeah, Peter Piper. Peter Piper Peter Piper because Peter Piper mm-hmm. picked, picked a peck of pickled peppers. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. uh, little Bo peeps falls for him. She lives with the little old lady who lives in a shoe and two of her older children are Laurel and Hardy and they work at Santa's workshop. And then there's this evil uh, <laughs> evil evil landlord uh-huh. that that he, that Almost becomes an anti-Semitic character, but not quite.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah in, you're right.
0: There's like little, there's like undertones of what they're trying to say. <laughs> but I, I don't think it comes through enough to actually accuse it of it. But there's this like evil character, what's the evil character's name? I forget now. I need to look it up. Uh, I don't
2: know. I actually, you know what? I have, I do have a trailer for it. Why don't you look that up while I play it? Okay. All right.
1: My order coming along. Everything is in fine shape. Good. Cool. Yeah. Are you coming in? Yes, yeah, just a moment. All right.
3: I will get you. Now run along, <laughs> <a creepy> cat. <laughs>
1: Hello, everybody. How's everything? And how am I doing? Oh. Hello, Mr. Stanley. <laughs> until you see like I, I said, not so you. much a trailer, yeah. just a I mean, scene from the movie. Yeah. Mindy! Yeah, Ollie, go and bring one of them in. Yes,
0: sir. You better help me,
1: they're heavy. We'll have them right out, Mr. Stanley. You'll get the surprise of your life. Don't try to lift it. All you have to do is press the button in the back.
0: And it walks out by itself. Yeah, now, the the whole movie's kind of a tease, too, because it's called March of the Wooden Soldiers. And they set up the Wooden Soldiers in the first ten minutes of the film, and they don't actually use them until the last ten minutes of the film.
2: Right. and
0: But for a kid, the fact that I didn't hate this movie for for that really speaks to how much fun it was. What do you mean?
1: (laughs) I ordered 600 soldiers at one foot high. What? You took that order. What was it? I thought you said 100 soldiers at six foot high. (laughs) You got the order all wrong. I couldn't give those things to
0: my children. All right. In in defense defense of uh, (laughs) Laurel. Yeah. In defense of Laurel, as a manager, I I I would think it would be very obvious to the the toy maker that this order was incorrect when it came through, (laughs) or I would at least double check it. If you if you because Laurel didn't build all of those soldiers themselves, right? So so when that when that order comes through and he says yeah one uh, hundred soldiers a six foot high, why why is the toy maker like you want to confirm those numbers because that sounds a bit odd. In his defense, in his defense, I think it, I think that you take you take you you don't just fire the uh, the person who took the message. You trace that back up to management. Ask management why are you just taking this on face value and not making a judgment call here? <laughs> but beyond that, Barnaby, Barnaby is the name of the, the Barnaby, evil like landlord, that's that right. the, the money grubbing bastard, and he's foreclosing on the the, the old lady's shoe. And so a whole thing happens where they're trying to blackmail him, and then he he uh, kidnaps one of the three little pigs and and plants the evidence. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it's ludicrous, but it's a kids' film. Plants right. the evidence. It's actually kind. Of, it's it's so fucking dark and creepy because, like, they kidnap the little pig and then they put uh, sausages in in uh, Peter Piper's. Uh, it's not. He's not Peter. He's Tom. I thought Tom he was Piper? Tom. Yeah, Tom Tom, he's Tom Tom. Not the Piper, he's Tom Tom. Okay, Tom Tom. But, but so they, they but they plant the sausages in Tom Tom's hut, so they're they're implying he kidnapped the pig, killed it, ground it in the sausage. <laughs> and you and then you mentioned the cats in that trailer. The oh, creepy God. ass cat and the monkey uh oh, sorry, the mouse which that's actually a monkey in a mouse costume. And it's gotta <laughs> be the most blatant example of cruelty to animals ever because watching it as a kid it was just always a weird mouse thing, and right. watching it as an adult, I just can't help ma- help thinking to myself, there's a poor monkey inside that outfit, <laughs> trying to do what it's been told to do, and there's no way that monkey can see out of that mask. <laughs> there's a blind monkey in that outfit, just <laughs> flailing around at the shouted directions from his, his uh, handler.
2: Just horrible. almost being attacked by a by a, by a fake cat like a like a person is wearing a cat outfit
0: <laughs> full sized man a cat and, and not like not like a not a, not like a sexy skin type type of cat's yeah, no, cat cat creepy cat outfit that's my creepy. only fear and that's my only fear if they remade this to modern day that they would use CGI and make it all real and this film only works when it's a, a guy in a cat outfit and a blind monkey in a mouse <laughs> disguise that's what? the only way this film works and then the boogeymen. Because they, uh, the Barn Barnaby like apparently has a pact with the boogeymen, and right. whenever someone commits a crime, they send them to Boogeyland, where the boogeymen are, and they're just, they're like sleet stacks, but instead of instead of scales, they have carpet. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, and, and it's and, odd that you mentioned that uh, if they remade this, they would do CGI. I, and, and now that you've mentioned that, I'm surprised that they haven't remade it.
0: Well, technically they did. They did make Babes in... Te- when I say Babes in Toyland, it's like it's in reverse. This is a re- remake of this. Babes in Toyland... Wasn't that was one like- with uh, Keanu Reeves, the remake? They did a TV version of that. And was yes. it Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah, but, that, but there's a 1961 version. Movie-wise. I, I believe the Keanu Reeves one was made for television. I could be wrong. All right, I want to say... I want to say that the Keanu Reeves one is made for uh, television... That's the one There's in 1986, right?
2: The one with Drew Barrymore. No, There's one in '86 with Drew Barrymore and uh, Keanu Reeves. That's the one I'm thinking of.
0: Right, they did a cartoon in '97. And Drew
2: Barrymore plays Lisa Piper.
0: Was Keanu Reeves in it?
2: Yeah, he was in that one. Okay. He was Jack B. Nimble.
0: <laughs>
2: so, now, was that a theatrical release? It looks like I it wanna-
0: was. I want to say made for television. Yeah,
2: it came out December 1986, so they they tried to uh, release Ooh. that. They released it. See, wait. But here's the thing. Okay, it says it's a TV film. Okay, so it came out in the U.S. on television December 19th, 1986, but they actually released it theatrically in Germany. I'm assuming the director's German.
0: Well, that would help.
2: You know? Let's see. Director is Clive Donner. I think he was born in London. Maybe he had some sway in in Germany. I don't know.
0: The, One of the funniest scenes of the film yeah. revolves around the the uh, the the uh, torture of Laurel and Hardy for supposed crimes, or for their yeah. crimes against Barnaby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the ancient the, the medieval version of waterboarding. They're dunking them. Oh right, right. And there's all before they're banished to like bogeyland where where they face certain death. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole fight scene at the end, where, where where the the bogeymen come into town and they put the mark the wooden soldiers against them. Right. I mean, I am a huge I, and again, I grew up with British influence, and I think a lot of us, my age, your age, I am a huge fan of creepy ass kids shows from that time period because it was just. Oh yeah. I I, I don't know if adults were just sick of the head. Or if for some reason, uh, I I guess when you get a certain age, it's just hard to imagine what kids like. I don't know. Did they do it on purpose? Were they just trying to scar children? I've never fully understood it. Because I can't put myself in that same frame.
2: I don't know. It just seemed like it was adults saying, I wish I could watch this stuff when I was a kid. And it just turns out, it's like, yeah, but this is creepy because you're an adult that thought it up. You know, if kids thought up the shows, uh, if they thought thought up the shows that... uh, uh, that they were trying to present, they probably wouldn't have liked that stuff at all. But it was it was on, and we watched it, and you know, some of us didn't mind.
0: Maybe that's why, like, I don't, bl- I don't blink an eye when I see stuff like Rango. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's just, I, uh, I once found a human spinal column in my fecal matter. <laughs> I, I have no concern about children in the audience. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's great, I love it. <laughs>
2: I mean, Rango is also PG-13, but still, you're right.
0: The film opens up with the the singing people telling the audience that the main character is going to die. That's how it opens, death. Yeah. The whole film is about death.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Death, the desert, dying of thirst, all of it. When he meets that armadillo with a tire uh, tread right through the middle of him because he got hit by a car, it's like, what the fuck? Okay. Then he meets uh, Clint Eastwood. Meets the man with no name at one point.
0: No spoilers. Hey, don't easy with that. What? It's
2: really just listen. It's it's not going to change your life. (laughs) I can edit that out if you want.
0: No, no, no. We'll just blame you.
2: Okay, fine. Um, For once. (laughs) Should we move on to another film? Yeah. This is a staple, this film here that I, uh, that I'll play the trailer for, this is a staple of... Uh, this is also a film that I would watch every Thanksgiving, whether it be from my own collection or just cable playing it over and over and over. Uh, and that's uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh.
1: During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get... Delayed. And some get <laughs> Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend
2: a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger.
1: So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. Two happy clams just whistling down the road. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones the and the family. Paramount Pictures presents... We'll... Oh! Steve Martin. ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. You see
2: Don Ho while you were there? I see the second show, that's the best one. Is that
3: right? Yeah.
1: John Candy. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those are pillows. Ah! In a new film by John Hughes. Plane, ah! Trains and automobiles.
2: See that Bears game
1: last week? Yeah, Hello yeah. oh,
2: Game.
0: Hello oh,
1: Game. Goddamn
2: classic in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's also uh, one of the great like road movies, so to speak, modern traveling films, point A to point B. I mean and it's it's a tired it's a tired but often well used uh, plot. Device where it's just okay. I need to get home for the holidays. Uh, home Alone was actually the whole thing in reverse. I'm stuck home for the holidays. Right. Uh, every every year, every year or two, uh, minimum, you know, within that range, they come out with a film where the, it's the you're either trapped at one location where you don't want to be during the holidays. Reindeer Games, I, I think, is a good example of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> Reindeer Games. That's now, more Christmas planes, though, right? That is more. That is more Christmas. However. Um, I'm not sure if it's Christmas or not. Uh, I don't remember. But th- planes, trains, and automobiles. You playing that? Reminds me of Dutch.
2: I have a trailer for Dutch. I love oh, the do film you? Dutch. Yes, absolutely.
0: Highly, highly, highly underrated film. Very, I believe, very,
2: uh, very. One of my favorite Ed O'Neill films. One of my all-time favorite Ed O'Neill.
0: Films.
1: Well, he didn't do. Let me go down and get him. I'm a communicator. I'm a breakthrough kind of guy. Your mom's on the phone. I don't have a mom. You may have a mom. I have a mother.
3: They've only just met.
1: I'm a friend of your mother's. I came to get you to bring you home.
3: And already, Ow! they get along.
1: <coughs>
3: like family.
1: I'm not going anywhere with you. What do you like to do for fun? Oh! Do you like to wiggle and grunt. Me too. So you and Doyle are getting along well. Ah, he's not a bad kid. We're getting along just great. Come on, give it to me, Squeak. <laughs> ah, we're taking our time. We're seeing the country. And as Doyle himself said, nothing beats traveling the highways and byways. Okay, sugar, what'll it be? What won't make me vomit? <laughs> give me the cheese. <laughs> This isn't working out. We're not masters of the highway. We were robbed by homebound hookers. Only because you fell asleep when I got excited. You did? I know where Dutch and Doyle are staying tonight. Knowing Doyle, it'll be first class. 20th Century Fox presents the story of a boy I got a deck of racy playing cards. Who lost the child in himself and the man helped him find it is that your most pathetic look that's not gonna get us a ride this
0: is pathetic
1: (laughs) (laughs) try it see i'm not such a bad guy huh dutch you're like a great big demented child
2: (laughs) (laughs) nothing burps better than bacon
0: (laughs) yeah the film bombed.
2: Oh, totally Remember. bombed. Oh, totally
0: yeah. bo- and, and a lot of the criticism was that, that old, uh, that beautiful chestnut of, oh, there's no likable characters in the film. But that's the whole point, really. You have two caustic characters like that that have... I mean, there's, there's, there's traces of over-the-top in this film yeah. as well, <laughs> that kind of feel to it. Uh, it's, it's like a cross between planes, trains, and, and uh, over-the-top. Over the they top. also, as far as I'm concerned, they remade Dutch too. They did. And that yeah. Well, that that one rapper, the rapper had that series where he takes the because Dutch's big thing is, is my nice cars, my you know, my big, you know, his expensive car, and then there's that one rapper that had the series where he's taking his girlfriend's uh, kids somewhere in his big car oh, with the spinning rims are, and shit. Are, are we there talk yet? About are we are there we yet?
3: There yeah, there yeah yet. that
0: that is a blatant rip off of Dutch, as far as I'm concerned. And they've yep. done other versions of it since. Again, Dutch isn't the original thing, but you really can see where that is the urban version of Dutch. Right. Urban meaning uh, African-American. Thank you.
2: <laughs> and it's another film written written by John Hughes. I mean, much like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, right. I, John Hughes, hey, He. I, and I don't know this as fact, but he did write a lot of films that geared around the holidays.
0: Well, it's an I easy mean, sell. From... It's a holiday film. I mean, that's...
2: Yeah, but it's he really did it funny. well. That's the thing. Either he was directing a film uh, around the holidays, or he wrote it for the holidays, and they all seemed to maybe like Dutch didn't do well financially, but it's a, a well made film. It's a good film, and you could get that from you know from the writing alone because you know John Hughes tended to you know write his films a certain way, and they were presented a certain way uh, as well.
0: Right. So, now, now, now you said your favorite Ed O'Neill film. I don't really think he did that many films where he was the the, the lead.
2: No, I think at all. Uh, Popeye Doyle, um, which was, I believe, was that the precursor to the French Connection? Or was that after the French Connection? I think it was after.
0: Uh, yeah, um, was at, probably. It was
2: after the French Connection. Um, but yeah, he, he Popeye Doyle and Dutch. I mean, he was mostly a TV guy.
3: Mm-hmm. and
2: continues to be a tv guy now being in modern family which in my opinion i know a lot of people don't like that show uh some people do like it modern family modern family
0: i i'm one of the ones that do not like the show Uh, i
2: like ed o'neill on the show because i love ed o'neill i I wish he i I wish he was my uncle (laughs) like i'd I'd hang out with ed o'neill in a heartbeat
0: I, I, I acknowledge the fact that a lot of my hatred for most television today is not because it's necessarily bad, but when it comes to sitcoms, it's it's so it's like easy humor, and I don't mean it's it's hard to say without coming off like a snob. It really is hard to say. No, I, I but, get it. I mean I like stupid humor as much as the next person. Again, favorite film ever: Ernest goes to jail. I'm not. I'm not putting on airs, <laughs> you know. But, but you know, like stuff like Modern Family, and it's like, oh, okay. So the do- the father's obnoxious. One of the daughters is a slut, possibly. I don't even remember half the show. Of course, we have gay characters in there too now, because that's very popular. Because we can we can uh, plan all the gay uh, all the gay. Uh, we can still make fun of gays without actually make fun of them, because they're popular now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just there's just something very uh, uninspiring about it all to me. So. I guess maybe I you know maybe cause, maybe because I've seen it all, maybe you hit a point, it's like a saturation point, it's like i I apparently the Simpsons is still on, did you know that? yeah, it is yeah, it, yeah it i didn't I was not aware of that I thought that it stopped a couple of years ago or something and and no. I, I i i i hit a saturation point it was okay, I've seen enough Simpsons, and I don't I think, think they're I they're going to see for it anymore. Thir- I
2: think they're going for thirty years, they're already the longest running t v show in the history of television, yeah uh, but why I
0: but why what I don't why, know, why why i i it's it's just me. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is right, but I'm just used to the fact. Okay, you do you do enough seasons where the shows are, you know good, and then it's reruns. Maybe it's because most of the shows I like never last past like the third or fourth season. Maybe that's why. Right. Maybe I, maybe I can't mentally handle something I like going it's like six seasons or more.
2: Well, you know what they said that. Uh... That The Simpsons stopped being a great show probably about a decade and a half ago. I mean, the show's well, been on so long that they said over a decade ago was their best stuff. <laughs> it's like season twelve was like the last of like their best stuff, or season ten, what, or whatever it was.
0: And I think that's what I mean. I, I think it's like it, it, just as far as this stuff that that they're putting out now, like even the people making it are are recognizing that we're just filling air. We're right. not. Creating anything again—they—they—they're always filling air. It's not like our time. Uh, you know, the '80s was not a fucking golden age of television. All right. This is I, true. I—I I, I went back and watched like a season of Mork and Mindy for the hell of it. No. Oh god. No. God. Oh god. I'm not defending anything from the, that time period, but I, I just—I guess I'm just more—I'm i am i am more sensitive to it, or—or or less willing to deal with it, or just waste my time with it anymore. That's probably what it is. I guess. Now, I didn't realize that they, and again, I'm so out of touch with television because I, I I stopped watching television as a whole probably when I bought my house,
2: because I never I, got I, cable on it. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV at all. I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll watch premium te- like television like like The Sopranos, you know things like that. I'll watch that kind of TV, but as far as your broadcast, your two to thirteen channel oh, range, never, never. I. Never rarely watch that stuff.
0: Because uh, it, it is
2: tr- it is just all garbage.
0: If I turn the television on, I, I the only reason I have cable I- internet, or dish in my case, in my house, is because my parents watch it. Because they got it. If, right. if it wasn't for them, I would have no broadcast television uh, satellite anything in my house. It would just be internet. That's it.
2: I, I more uh, than anything, obviously, because I have children, I have cable, because I my wife does watch tv shows i have cable if i was alone like what you're saying if like if your parents didn't have it i would have cut the cord a long time ago yeah. i would be paying for my netflix i'd be pay- paying for hulu plus i'd be paying for a couple of other premium services and i'd probably be paying about with internet maybe 80 80 bucks a month you know compared to yeah, what man. i'm actually paying now
0: I mean I mean here's just an example of how to touch I am since uh I'm doing my quick research while we are talking about the film I had no idea that 10 years ago uh they did a re- re- remake of Dragnet they did a television a new Dragnet series and Ed O'Neill was in it Oh god really <laughs> It's Friday he played Friday Oh no <laughs> Which No I can see him as fr- I actually just you know being a fan of the original series I can see him doing a Friday character
2: Right Well, you know, looking at his career, because he is 99% uh, TV actor. TV shows and TV movies. He Every once in a while, he did a film. uh, He was never the lead. I think Dutch was the only theatrical film he's ever been in that he was the lead.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) That's why when you say... you nailed nailed it. Yeah. That's when you said that. That's like when I say that "Vibes" is my favorite. uh, Jeff Goldblum. Sands?
2: Oh, Jeff Goldblum.
0: You know, "Vibes" is my favorite film that has. uh, That's my favorite film that Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper ever did together. (laughs) Always will be. You know, always. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I can see (laughs) that. Why not? (laughs) But yeah, it's just. It's just yeah. He's not. I mean, he's done a couple of films here and there, but never the lead. Dutch was it.
0: I I don't think I want to um, see the Dragnet uh, new yeah. ones. I think I'm gonna I did always off.
2: like what even when he had a small part in a regular film. I saw Ed O'Neill pop up like, "Hey, Ed O'Neill!
0: Oh, I love Ed O'Neill!
2: <laughs> I love that guy."
0: There's that. <laughs> There's that one adult film where I. I still swear that was him. Oh God! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, um. It's like, it's like, like, pausing it. Who's that in the background? Is it? That, that's got. That can't be him. <laughs> uh,
2: although he did a, a short film called Lost Masterpieces of Pornography. Really? <laughs> now, now that you mention that, it's like maybe we should watch that video short. If we can find it somewhere,
0: I wonder. Wow! Lost
2: masterpieces. He plays the chief justice in that short.
0: <laughs> Ed O'Neill. The plot fix Ooh. <laughs> what else you got, sir? Well, um,
2: do you want a bad film or another? Oh, well, they're pretty much all bad from here on out.
0: Just, uh, uh, well, I will mention one thing. We're talking about films, we, you know, again, we grew up with being played on broadcast television on Thanksgiving on a regular basis. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, I was getting movies together for hours, and I didn't end up watching any of those. We ended up watching uh, MST3K because they did a Turkey Day online that you could actually stream live. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because for several years, the tradition was Turkey Day on, on Comedy Central where they would just play Mystery Science Theater 3000 episodes in a 30-hour loop. But um, she had me get King Kong.
2: The 2005 the two- Peter Jackson film?
0: Oh, no, the, the original. She said when she was growing up, yeah, because back when she was growing up, they were watching Peter Jackson's King Kong. Uh, Listen, I, I don't know what you're <laughs> watching over there. Um, well, she, she said when she was growing up, like when I was growing up, I was watching March Wooden Soldiers. The sh- movies they always showed uh, were Mighty Joe Young and King Kong. Okay. So I thought that was unusual because I I don't remember ever watching King Kong on Thanksgiving Day. So, Mm -hmm. and I I, and I don't watch the parade. Uh, Do you watch the parade? Did you do you have to do you watch that thing? We do we do
2: put it on uh, and it just kind of just sits there in the background as my 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 sons complain and want to go in the other room (laughs) and just play with their toys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've never. But my wife
2: my wife wants to. uh, She always wants to watch. The parade, so we kind of leave it on, and I hate it personally. There's always, there's
0: always one person. There's always one person.
2: Yeah, I I personally hate it.
0: Thanksgiving with that.
2: Well, the the good thing about it, it's only from nine till noon, so you know it's it's done, it's out of the way, and then you know the feast begins.
0: (laughs) I I honestly, I don't remember. I don't think I've done that in like uh, five, seven. Uh, at least five years. I, have, I don't think I've, I've seen the parade in a long time, but yeah, when you get family together, the more big, the more the family gathering is. Uh, it, it's there's always one, at least one person, like like an aunt or somebody, says, oh we have to put on the parade. No, we don't. No, we really. It's tradition. And so you get the fucking creepy turkey with the eyes that blink out of sequence and and whatever pop. Boy bands playing now and, and announce I did I no
2: oh uh, and I did make a post about that I don't even know the person's name but everybody lip syncs at the Thanksgiving Day Parade to begin with and this teen pop they call him a teen whatever sensation he didn't even bother to remember the words to his own song and clearly when he's supposed to be lip syncing his mouth isn't moving but his voice is still going. Uh-huh. And it's like, you didn't even bother, you f- little fuck. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, give me a break. It's like, I, I get it. It's outdoors. It's easier to play it over speakers than to have them actually sing. But you know what? I, I call bullshit on that. You know, if they can play the song over speakers, they can play their voice over speakers. No, it's cheaper. That's what it comes down to. It's cheaper to just play the song. They're, no band is involved. No one's synthesizing music. And you know Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It is just a disgusting three-hour-long commercial.
0: Uh-huh. When
2: they're when they're at the parade, it's a commercial for what Broadway show you should go see, or what pop artist songs you should go buy. And then when they go to commercial, it's just more fucking commercials.
0: Well, and of course, don't forget, it's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh yeah, I mean that that clues you in a bit. It's just it's uh. a,
2: it's, a, it's just it has become. A disgusting uh, tradition. Whereas before, you know, before it was tainted, you know, by the, the CEOs uh, and advertising uh, corporations, it just. I it was the
0: advertising stuff from the get go. I don't see why. I think yeah, they have it, to the balloons it's, at it's, the
2: end. It's worse now.
0: It's definitely worse now. I would watch if they released the balloons at the end like they used to. They never did that. Yeah, they did. In the old days, the original show, the first, the original parades, they didn't have helium. They were air-filled balloons, and they had to hold them up with sticks like puppets. Oh. But after that, there was a period where they would release the balloons at the end. But they they, weren't as
2: gigantic as they are now.
0: They were big. I mean, they're not... But these
2: things are like 50 by 35 feet. They're humongous.
0: Don't don't argue with me. Do some research. I'm telling you. They used to release the big balloons. They were big. They weren't like little hand puppets. They used to release them in the air. And they would have tags on that, that said, if you return this balloon, you get like $1,000 or what have you. And they stopped doing it because people weren't returning the balloons.
2: That doesn't make any sense.
0: It's true. I, I, what, okay. It doesn't
2: How big could they have been? All I'm saying is the balloons nowadays are the size of a fucking house. There's no uh-huh. way they would release those. They did. I'm this, telling this, you, they. I'm telling you, without doing research, they never release balloons as big as they're doing in the parade now. There's no fucking way they release balloons you, that size. If you size. want to
0: quibble over the size of the balloons now versus then, I have no ratio to honestly give you comparing the size of the balloons of that time period to the ones now. I have no frame of reference. What I do know is they had large balloons that multiple people had to hold up with sticks originally, yeah, and then they the had helium. Of, in the them. size
2: of my couch, I'm sure.
0: No, dude. <laughs> Big fucking balloons, <laughs> and they would release them. Don't argue with me when you've done none of the research for this.
2: I haven't done zero research.
0: I, 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 but agree my gut, my
2: soul, if there is such a thing, is telling me there's no way they release balloons this anywhere near the size of how they have them now.
0: Yes, they did, and and I know it makes no sense yeah,
2: as a fucking as okay. it hits a plane
0: because <laughs>
2: right, it, it's ascended, you know, right. uh, 10,000 feet.
0: All right. If, yes. if I had if I had a couple hours or days even I could give you a list of all the things that we as a society or individual companies did that made no fucking sense from like the beginning of the, the century of the last century to now. No doubt, and it would be a huge fucking list. And in in that huge list, one of the least unbelievable ones would be they released the balloons instead of keeping them. <laughs> Trust me.
2: Uh, as it just fucking descends upon the Garden State Parkway
3: Hey,
0: well and <laughs>
2: the New stop, York Thruway. They Here's they a, just a it. giant 80-foot balloon <laughs>
0: just, just causing a 50-car pile-up. That's why I think they should still do it. Because <laughs> then the whole day wouldn't be... Oh, watching the parade! The like the morning, like like the first two or three hours of the morning would be watching the parade, and the rest of the day would be watching the news footage as they chase these balloons <laughs> across the country.
2: Fifty car pileup, thirty seven fatalities because a giant yeah. truck and Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> Hello Kitty balloon, whatever.
0: <laughs> and just, just release them so they float. You put like you put little like fans on them, like to push them. <laughs> you just point them in random directions. <laughs> garfield's over the atlantic now we're gonna stop chasing him you know it's just uh i'm in and you make it a million dollar prize for whoever catches the balloon and brings it back mm. So you got people like, like you have like, like it's like the great escape not the great escape it's it's like a million dollar mystery or something where they're, they're racing. you have groups of people like just balloon chasing Oh, it's a, it's a mad it's, mad 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 world yeah that kind of thing i don't know why yeah. you referenced the bad remake of it it's horrible that would be fun because that that would be interesting television, wouldn't it? I think so. Why not? We need a little bit of you know. Let's let's, let's if we're gonna if we're gonna have Black Friday chaos and and, and act shocked about it every year, just b- release the fucking balloons. <laughs> release the
2: hounds. <laughs> uh well, we're running longer than we we said we would, but that's well, let's okay. Let's
0: wrap up. Let's wrap. Is there anything else important like Thanksgiving
2: wise, well, movie wise? Well, I'll tell you what trailers I have. And you tell me if you want to hear any of them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I have uh, a horror film from 1983 called Blood Rage. About an escaped serial killer. I also have... uh, And it took place during Halloween break. Uh, Then I have another horror film called Home Sweet Home from 1981. Also escaped serial killer. So, you know, this is back, you know, the Friday the 13th era where they're just... Pumping these things out, doing something a Mother. little different. You know? It was the holiday
0: thing: Mother's Day, Labor Day, Arbor sure. Day. Yeah, you
2: know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know, that came out a year after yeah. Rage. Um, then I have uh, Grumpy Old Men. I've got uh, Hannah and her sisters. Oh. I've got what? Yeah, no, I don't I know. <laughs> um, I don't want to get that. <laughs> uh, Broadway, Danny Rose. So another. Well, not well, not Hannah film.
0: Does doesn't Hannah and her sisters have one of the best Woody Allen lines ever?
2: Is that the melanoma line?
0: Oh, is that the uh, 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 the other night last night a strange man defecated on my sister?
2: <laughs> I I don't recall but it sounds like something that would be I, in I think
0: I think it's from that one. I, they they kind of milled together after a while. But it's, just, it's just like the best line. <laughs> Actually, that that's I have to make that ringtone now. Thank you. I got it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, then I have
2: uh, Tower Heist because apparently I haven't seen it, but apparently that takes place over
0: Thanksgiving. That's a weird one. I think we talked about that because I, w- I watch. You haven't seen that yet, have you?
2: No, I haven't.
0: It's I've it's seen, an I've seen odd one parts because of it. It, yeah, yeah, it, it's like there's it's it doesn't know what it wants to be. I have that feel, or at least, it, yeah. or let me put it this way, just to be fair, it doesn't fit the pre-acknowledged molds that heist films usually are contained within so it's confusing the watch on a sense because you it it, there's different emotional expectations and you become at least i became conflicted on what i was trying to get out of the film as entertainment right to be totally fair which i don't do often
2: one of the conversations we had about it was how they they keep naming it um you know the naming these films it's like tower heist it's like, oh, yeah. okay you know it's, it's just well, the
0: title it's what it's what they it's, it's what they specifically tell you not to do in like creative writing courses or workshops is when you're titling your works is don't just describe what happens in it
2: right it's like naming a film train robbery train robbery
0: the great train robbery war horse uh what's what's in the fucking theater right now oh um Hold on. Yeah. I'm gonna... Yeah. 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 No, I know.
2: I know what you're going to say, and it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of it. A... I
0: don't know. I'm. I, I honestly, I'm totally out of touch. This. I'm so busy the last couple of weeks. I have no idea what's in the theaters right now. I'm just bringing up the list for my local theater. I'm just saying, bring it to me. Fucking, just load the goddamn page already. do You want me to look it up? Ah, oh, no. All right. The book thief. Well, yeah. Nah, not really. Eh.
2: That's not what yeah. I was thinking.
0: No let me see uh not not that much that's uh ah no real great examples of that I don't I'm not seeing no
2: I thought there was at least one
0: uh no Thor maybe <laughs> but that's just the name of the character you know? <laughs> Thor he says yeah uh, you know what they should have called the sequel Thor Th- Thor yeah <laughs> and, uh and. Uh, you, you know what? You know what? I want. I actually want to see, even though I shouldn't. Well, there uh, you have, go.
2: Here it is. Gravity.
0: Gravity. It, well, no, no. Even that's more clobber because it, it's it's that's a dual purpose word because it's gravity the situation. Then you gravity got in space. Yeah, 12, no. That even that's not a Twelve years a slave.
2: Example. You got twelve years a slave. Okay, you say slave for twelve years. Well, but that's um, that's.
0: I wouldn't use that as an example. It's not. It's not like Tower Heist. It's that's. It's not like. Uh, I mean, you've got you've got ones like uh, coming out in the in the future that are there's nothing I, there's nothing that I would put up as a great example of that right now. <laughs> what
2: about Escape Plan with Arnold Schwarzenegger? We have okay, an that's escape, fun. plan. That,
0: that there's a good example. Yes, Escape Plan. Thank you. It's like okay. Escape just plan. just glancing at the list. Have you seen the trailer for Delivery Man? No. All right, here's a film I shouldn't want to see. Here's a film I should see the trailer and go, what is this bullshit? Oh, uh, yeah,
2: that's Vince Vaughn, right? Where he's the father Vince, of, like, 500 kids.
0: Th- I think it's 300. And, but he's a he's a delivery guy. Is it 500? I thought it was 300. For some reason, yeah, my brain's yeah. saying 300. Is it 500?
2: I'll find out real quick, but I think it is 500.
0: But, uh, he again, he's a delivery guy, so hence the delivery man, because the kid's being delivered, too. Uh, the trailer, though, just... I've always said Vince Vaughn is going to be good when he stops, when he actually starts acting seriously. Like, just like um, he's going to be the Bill Murray of his generation. Like, the comedic, goofy guy. But when he starts right. doing real, serious work, he's actually going to shine. And I think this is that step in that direction because it, even though it's a comedic film, uh, the fact that he's trying to emotionally connect with these people uh, really, I think this is going to be the one for me that, take, that crosses that bridge where he's going to start doing real stuff. It's like his, right. his it's it's uh it's Vince Vaughn's spanglish. It's <laughs> spanglish.
2: Uh it's 533 kids. Okay. That's ridiculous. They actually they say that the statistically the closest person ever to that is something like 200 plus kids, like well, somebody
0: Well, do you know the plot?
2: Yeah, something uh, uh, like a hundred and forty-something kids uh, file a lawsuit for him to reveal his identity.
0: That's near. Well, that's and near the end. Yeah, well, well, but but the thing is, I mean, as far as how he got the kids.
2: No, I don't know any of it.
0: He didn't actually sleep around. He, he, no, he oh, was a yes. sperm donor. Yes. Okay, I that's knew what I'm that.
2: saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Know, right. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: That's what I was getting to. At was that it wasn't just. Oh yeah, he he fucked a lot of women. It's like no, no, no. He's a sperm donor, and, and he's, he's been, you know, avoiding yeah. responsibility all his life. That kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I read that he donated. Uh, part of the synopsis that he donated in over like twenty different clinics, and apparently his numbers were through the roof, and he was always being picked for uh, you know the to be a um, surrogate father, I guess. But sperm donor. Sperm donor. Well, he already is a sperm donor when they actually use it. No, it's that, not surrogate. It's it's. Forget it. I, I, I'm I'm totally fried. today. You're
0: complicating the concept.
2: I really am. <laughs> I, I really it, am.
0: Man.
2: I'm being yelled at, you know, from everyone's radio, MP3 player. It's this, you moron. Yes, I I get it. I would know tomorrow, believe me.
0: I, when we're I, done I, with the
2: show, I'll remember.
0: I only meant. I, I just really wanted to point out there's there's like a, a a the kind of movie you're supposed to just ignore and go oh another you know, this shitty things. I think here, here we have a moment where I think Vince Vaughn. And ironically, it's coming out roughly the same time as uh, The Interns. No, that came out last year. Did it come actually, out last it, year? It came
2: out in 2013, but it was early 2013, like February, March. All
0: right, for, for me, that's, for the same year for me is roughly the same time. I'm going oh, to stretch that a bit. <laughs> wow. I'm getting old. I'm trying to make the days seem longer. <laughs>
3: I can't the argue same that. same time
0: I Actually, it's the I'm opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm contracting time. That's worse. That's no good. No, I shouldn't be doing that. Um, but yeah, right the, on the, the heels of that... The internship
2: came out... Alright, I'll give it to you. It came out in June. The internship. Yeah, it, so it's, it's six not months ago. About, about six months ago. Five and a half months ago.
0: Yeah, like it's, it's just coming out on DVD, I think. Uh, I think
2: it's been out, but it's new. You're right.
0: It, I'm not going to quibble over terms. Right. Uh, on the heels of that, which is literally... Why the fuck are you making this film? Yeah, that was shit. Uh, it, it's like it, it's 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 one of those it's it's one of those things where okay, we have to make X number of films a year. Each film can have uh, wide budget, and we're guaranteed to make the money back on distribution rights. Just make us some film. This is what you do. I yeah. guess I don't know. There's too many equations involved in this. People, we're, we're not we're not making movies for entertainment. We're just making movies to fill quotas
2: no you're right uh, it's 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 gotten bad out there as far as cinema goes there's enough good films where you can almost look past it but if you love film it it always it's that you know that nagging you know that nagging little itch it's just like oh you know they're doing that and it just it's holiday time so the these films are the exact type of films that they push out at holidays because you know people are off and people are going to go and Films exist for the sole reason to make money at certain times of the year, uh, and it's it's it gets it's pretty bad. And when you see a great film and you kind of look past it until they release another film that does exactly that, just just to make money. It's like um. The Hobbit being made into three movies. Yeah, when it really should have just been one movie. You know, maybe two. I almost almost can 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 be fine with. Two films. Uh, it would piss me off more if I actually didn't like the first of the first film, which I actually yeah. did enjoy. So, I don't know. Three hundred page book in the three movies. That's utter ridiculousness.
0: Speaking of ridiculousness, I want to say right now: if you are out there and you are over the if you're over the age of like twenty three, and you are paying to see the Hunger Games sequel, <laughs> you are you are part of the fucking problem. Stop. Made a hundred and sixty plus million in its three-day weekend. If you are over the age of tw, if you are thirty years or over, and you are buying a ticket for that, kill yourself. <laughs>
3: wow.
0: If you if if you still have the ticket stubs from the Twilight series and you're over the age of thirty, kill yourself. <laughs> you are not. You are bring. You are. You are a drag on the intelligent evolution of this country. We are in a reverse evolution. We are de-evolving and, and a perfect example of it is the fact that the, our older... Is this from a 40-year-old video game player? You are...
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you, what? Video games you are, hold, hold much more uh, in the way... You're not of, helping. You're making it no, worse. No, You're not No, helping. no, 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 no. No, I'm going somewhere with it. Just give me 10 seconds. Video games thing, are, are much, are on the entertainment value, on the artistic value, on the writing value, better than anything like Twilight or The Hunger Games, and I will stand by that.
0: I, I agree with you totally. I, I'm just... Our, we have an adult population embracing teen literature and movies made for children, and it's got to stop. I'm not saying you have to go see something smart but just see something that was made for an adult even if it's yeah. bad grandpa I. You know.
2: <laughs> and you know what they have what's her face uh, Jennifer Lawrence and they got her before she won her Oscar and all that and now now that every time a trailer for that comes out or every time they make a film uh, uh, Academy Award winning actress Jennifer Lawrence it's Really, it's like really. First key- of all, they don't need they don't need it to sell the movie because, like you said, there's enough people that are going to go see it. Like, thirty year olds that, that are going to, to see a film that's made for, you know, fourteen year olds. But um, I don't think she's that good of an actress. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook, which is where she got her Oscar for, uh huh, not that good.
0: I still haven't seen it.
2: Not that good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Decent film. Her acting performance that won her the Oscar? Ordinary, in my opinion. Nothing that stood out, in my opinion, that would say, you get the gold statue. That's just
0: Honestly, when was the last time you saw a movie that was actually... Like, just... uh... Like, totally Oscar-worthy? Just yeah, something that was not just oh that was good or they were good, but just movie was like, and I mean the movie as a whole, not just parts of it. just 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 a whole film where it's like, this is, this is an example of what perfection can be achieved in cinematic, uh in the cinematic arts. When was the last time you saw a film that was that just grabbed you that way, where it's like off, this is a brilliant film. Off on the every top level. of my head,
2: the off the top of my head, I think the last film that I was really, really rooting for, that I really loved, and Low thought Ranger, that, it, right? <laughs> that hit on all cylinders was probably 2004, and that was the film Crash. That's probably the last film that I was really just pushing for because I thought that it hit every level that it needed to in order to be a Best Picture and actually win Best Picture.
0: I never got around to watching it it's until years later, but yeah. Nine years movie.
2: ago. That's nine yeah. years uh huh. You know there have been other great films nominated and have won. Don't get me wrong, uh, but that's the last. I mean, even when Scorsese, or Scorsese, when he won for *The Departed*, absolutely. And I've made this argument before on the show. Not his best work. Good film. Good film. Don't get me wrong. Every everything from directing to writing to acting was all top notch. Not the film that he should have won Best Picture for. He, he's made three, four other films that he was looked over that probably should have been that Best Picture, and they gave it to him uh, for The Departed, and it was like what they did with Pacino for Scent of a Woman. Don't get me wrong, great performance in Scent of a Woman, gave him his Oscar, but he'd probably done five other films before that where he was a better performance Got snubbed for the Oscar, uh, then sent to a woman. One mainly being, you know, off the top of my head, Scarface. Uh, Incredible. I, to this day, think he should have won Best Actor for uh, playing Tony Montana in Scarface. But, hey, you know, that's not how it works. All right, the last two trailers I have, and if you even want to hear either of them, is the Adam Sandler film Jack and Jill. That takes place over the holiday.
0: Uh, Thanksgiving I definitely, break. I dude, I have not even thought about that film since I saw the trailer for it, and I am offended that you have to bring that back into my 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 view because I now I, now now I am I am aware of that film again.
2: I'm sorry, but it is I'm a Thanksgiving aware, film.
0: I'm once again aware of Jack and Jill.
2: I'm hey,
0: I, it's and not I, un, unacceptable. <laughs> And the last
2: one is uh, Paulie Shore in the film Son-in-Law.
0: <laughs> okay. I projected Son-in-Law, uh, so I inadvertently watched it like 30 or 50 times. <laughs> Not that bad.
2: Uh, it's uh, My wife loves that film, and I as had, much I, as I want to shit
0: on it when it comes on, it's grown on me. You know... Honestly, if you look at the series of films that Paul Shore did, that's his peak as a as like an, as as being a like a legitimate actor. Yeah. And it like it was like almost like okay, you're borderline being a real actor here. You're you're still doing the shtick, but you're tr- you're str- you're trying, you're, you're you're putting it out there. And then after that was in the army. Uh, and, was and,
2: Biodome, I think Biodome was next.
0: No, Biodome was before I thought.
2: Mm, I don't think I so. could have sworn...
0: Bi- uh, you need to look it up now, I uh, I, I, it up because uh, I, 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 ni- I could have sworn Biodome was before.
2: I'm going to look it up. Because Son-in-Law was 1993.
0: I could have sworn Biodome was before Son-in-Law. All right, let's find
2: out. Okay, let's see.
0: Biodome uh, was after... I could have sworn Biodome was after... Um, uh, the, you got Encino Man in 92.
2: You got Son-in-Law 93. Biodome... No, hold on. Did I miss it? Did I overlook it?
0: <laughs> I could have sworn it was Encino Man, Biodome, and then... It was, okay, here it is.
2: It's uh, Encino Man 92, Class Act...
3: <laughs>
2: he, okay, never mind. He, that was a small part. Uh, Son-in-law in 93, In the Army now in 94, Jury Duty in 95, Biodome
0: in 96. Wow, Biodome was the end of that? In my brain, it's always been at the beginning.
2: Yeah, Biodome was that was the end of his career. After that,
0: it was he was done. I think I honestly, I honestly feel that Son in Law is the only film in that entire series that's like redeemable on any level.
2: You know why? Because it was one of the first films. It was ninety two or ninety three.
0: yeah it was it was like a real movie. it was just you could have taken his character out and put any other wacky comedian in that role and they could have pulled it off uh and he, it was it was you know it was it was his footloose i guess you could say i guess um so. yeah son in no, law I,
2: was the first film he was the lead in that was the first and, and like I said, I shit on it, but there is a lot of that film that I do like. Like when he meets her grandfather for the first time and he he goes, oh man, do do you know how popular you are at college? Bartles and James? (laughs) Because the label of Bartles and James is like the 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 two old dudes. Yeah. (laughs) Not everybody gets that. I know you get get it. it.
0: They they get it. They get it. Uh,
2: Listen. They
0: They they still make Bartles and James? Or is that dead?
2: (laughs) No, they still make it. Okay. Uh, Bartles and James.
0: You know what, alright, I I gotta say right now, just because I thought it was a joke when I first saw it, I thought it was, you can't tell what's real anymore, that Scotchy Scotch Scotch Ben & Jerry's flavor for uh, Anchorman 2, Yeah, that's a real flavor.
2: No, it's real, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can't get it anywhere, because it keeps selling out. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Scotchy
2: Scotch Scotch Scotch, in my belly. I love Scotch. Uh, anyway. So that's it. That's uh, all I have for trailers. Now, something I completely forgot. uh um, We have voicemail. Oh, that's right. But I never cut the audio. I can play it. Everyone that listens to the podcast live or listens to it later will be able to hear it. Uh, everyone will be able to hear it except for you. Okay. So I can play it. It's not very long. Um, so here, let me... Let me grab that real quick. All right, here we go. Some voicemail.
1: Uh, hello, uh, this is uh, Gino Cuddy uh, calling you.
3: Say, listen, I got a movie uh, recommendation for you guys to cover on a future episode.
2: Uh, it's a 1976 uh, cult film called uh, Ape. It stars uh, Joanna Kearns, uh, yes, Maggie Siever from Growing
1: Pains, um, it's basically uh, a cheap King Kong knockoff uh, that was made around the time of Dino De Laurentiis 1976 Kong. Uh, I'd love to hear back from you uh, if uh, you'd like to cover that on a future
2: episode. Call me as soon as you get this message. Here's... Here's... here's, 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 here's wait here's uh, <laughs> uh, What? 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 <laughs> he just left his number right there. Uh, I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> Because we're, we're out live. <laughs> hmm.
0: You may have to edit that video.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Did you, say, I, did you talk over it loud enough? to? Uh... I,
2: I hope I did, and I, I think I stopped it before he was done.
0: <laughs> Sorry, the... uh,
2: Gino. I apologize if your number got out there. but
0: uh... It didn't get out there. No, no, no. I... Don't apologize. It will not get out there. <laughs> we can't have people calling us afraid that they leave, if they leave their number. Why is he leaving his number?
2: He wants us to call him.
0: <laughs> why? Why would he want us to call him?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't listened to it uh, until now, and it just threw me by surprise. I think I got that.
0: I think I got it. I'm not dear, sure. Dear, li- dear listeners, we don't want to talk to you. I mean, no, no offense. We want you to listen to the show. Uh, you know, we'll, 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 you know, answer your posts online and stuff. But uh, there's no reason for, for for Joey or I to call you. <laughs> you, you, and he's a, you don't he, want he's a, he's a fan
2: of the Facebook page so we can contact him through there general yeah, you, email and the fact that we played his voicemail on the show uh, is uh, not, I don't want to say good enough but you know it's out there for everyone Gino, so. Gino you
0: don't want me texting you when I get bored at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> Yeah, he you does it to need me You know? Yeah, trust me, it's fine yeah
2: so anyway, uh, so yeah, he wants us to review the film Ape. Did you hear any of that? Were you able to hear that?
0: No, not at no, all. No, okay, okay. Thank you for listening.
2: Yes, okay. Cause I, you were making, you were nodding your head like, uh huh, yeah, I'm and sure, it but was, but it was I'll, syncing up when he was talking.
0: That's because I'm. That's because I'm a consummate actor. I know. I know how to pretend. Ah,
2: is that what it is? Okay.
0: Yes, it is.
2: Very nice. All right, so. That basically is it for this episode. We ran way longer than we said we would, but that's yes, okay. Not too, not too shabby. Um, all right, let's go ahead and end the show.
0: Okay. Let's, let's, let's do uh, that. Wait, hold on. I, I raised an I, I important question then. Are we going okay. to, to review Ape next episode or after we do
2: Runaway? We're going we're gonna to do it after we do Runaway. Runaway Fair is enough. expected, and then we'll do Ape. Fair enough. Does that sound good? That perfect. Okay. Very good. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode 127 of Movie Sucktastic. Please go to our iTunes page and download all of our episodes there while you are there. Leave us some feedback. Also, you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com, and you can download all of our episodes there as well. You can watch the show live, or you can just play the show with our... Uh, mp3 player that we have set up as well you can leave us email at the guys at moviesucktastic.com you can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470 you can go to our facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic you can go to our tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com and that's about it do a search for moviesucktastic in your web browser your favorite search engine we pop up all over the place. You can find us anywhere. Yes. All right. So let's get the hell out of here. we got another show to do. That's right. And we'll talk to you next week. Happy, happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Black Friday.
3: All right.
2: We live in.